you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Bradshaw pumping, firing downfield. There goes Stallworth. He pulls it in at the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5, and it's a touchdown for Pittsburgh on the ball to Stallworth. And Stallworth beat Rod Perry. Oh, did he beat him? And the Steelers fire right back on the arm of Terry Bradshaw. Well, the Cowboys need a miracle. Roger takes the snap, pumps it once. He's going long down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five touchdown. Starbuck hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. Would you believe it? Yes, there you have it. A look ahead to NFL Week 10 by looking back yeah. at some of the matchups uh, between that's these teams. What it was. Hi and hello and welcome to the Dave Damashek <laughs> football program presented by our pals at Zaxby's, home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads. Salads. Nailed it there. Handsome, you were making faces. You didn't just like that little no, look back? No, I did. I loved it. I loved Why, it. What was your issue with it? No, I mean, I, I'm I, it's like, because you it's just st- mouthed to no, me. What the hell the, was that? It was the no. Steelers Rams, and he's like, we're really like celebrating the Steelers again? Like, that's yeah, how like, we're celebrating. How this show is going to start? What's next? Like, grape, okay, I mean, grape flavors of of candy. Like, I where, just where showed you. <laughs> it started with after the giant stadium was I'm, overtaken by a black cat. Was I was nice. recalling that it also was once taken That's, over by crazed dogs. And also, how nice to see those two teams wearing uniforms that would have looked a whole lot prettier if they were wearing them this week. Yes, indeed. Exactly Anyhow, right. like I say, hello, welcome to the oh, Week 10 preview. Right that, huh? Yeah, you don't, forget about that. You want me to dig in on uniforms? Yeah. No, I wouldn't mind you just acknowledging what I said. And I said like, that oh, would be great. Listen, we're off to a rough start already. All right, I'll lay out. I'll Handsome lay out. Hank's Guide critique. Us, Guide us. You did, so you don't like that we just started the show with that? No, I, I very much enjoyed it. I'm, you know what? I don't even know where to go. I'm going to say is? hello. He's got his chest puffed out. His Dolphins got their first win. Uh, now he's coming uh, with a bunch uh, of, uh, yes, you know, yeah, in honor yeah, of Zach's yeah. he's coming with zingers. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right, that's what he's doing Some here. Wings. Huh? <laughs> I, 
I don't think that that was actually supposed to happen. The Dolphins weren't supposed yeah. to win. Well, I think that plan. one, I, that's, that's not the problem. I mean, they, they still, they're still on track. They just need to lose to the Jets in future, we which had, is going to be hard. We had that very discussion here, and we said, and I think we all agreed, we were like, there's no way they're losing to the Jets twice. It's just not happening. Yeah. They can't. Their fan base won't allow it. The Jets aren't good enough. It just it, it can't happen. I wouldn't be surprised if if Josh Rosen gets the call for the next Jets <laughs> matchup. Though. Let me tell I you something. Be, yeah. yeah. I think, and I said this the other day, and I'll say it to you again now. I feel that in off the top of my head, and I haven't done the research to verify this is the case, but I feel this is in the Super Bowl era since I've been watching football. This is the most truly atrocious teams that any season has had. I know that they're often, boy, those two teams are playing each other. They're fighting it out for the first overall with how bad they are. But, I mean, there are like six really putrid teams six. out there. Yeah. Hmm. You go Dolphins, Dolphins Jets, 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 Bengals, Bengals Redskins. Redskins. Bears are kind of uh, in that kind of Bears are not no, in the Bears that. Are not they're not in that. They're very poor. They're, they're the Falcons. A, they're a bog Falcons, I'll, I'll give you. Falcons, Falcons I'll give you. probably there. Yeah, Falcons, I'll give you. Not Bears. And I know no one wants to acknowledge this because so many people stuck their necks out with this one, but the Browns are two and six as well. Yeah. Um, they look terrible. Anyhow, uh, let's, uh, let's yeah, say let's do, proper okay, let's hellos to everybody. Let's pretend none of that happened. You do your introduction like All you right. planned Here on he is. You watch him on NFL Now doing gangbusters work on NFL Network. You hear him up in the radio booth with Daniel. Jeremiah calling those Los Angeles, Los Angeles forever Chargers. <laughs> That's right. Games, you hear them like there, you hear them. Oh, you know what? Programming alert for those people who have iHeartRadio and or are in the LA area on Friday. That's right. I'm sitting in on the greatest uh, radio show in all the land. Four hours. Petros and Money wow. with Matt Money Smith. What's happening, fella? Looking forward to that broadcast. There it is. Find my single. Uh, looking forward to that broadcast. <laughs> Dave, and because uh, I'm headed up to, I'll be off the air tomorrow. Petros will uh, will be flying, not a solo mission. I'm not sure who's filling in for me, but um, I'll be headed up for Thursday Night Football. What a great, it's been great this year. Primetime, we have had oh, a, yes. a gangbusters yeah. year. Uh, it'll be Chargers, Raiders, both teams streaking, trying to stay relevant. In Last the time West. ever in Oakland. La- and it, you know what, as someone who, uh, clearly I would, I, I guess I have a bit of a bias. How can I not? I'm around the facility, I'm around the players, but. Maddie, we're rooting for you to win. Raider, <laughs> Raider week is fun. Raider week is fun. Like these two teams, they don't like each other. They embrace the rivalry. I, it's one of the things I've always, I think that might have been the beginning of my disconnect as a Bear fan was I just, I loved Aaron Rodgers embracing and wanting to put it on the Bears. Like I really enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I loved listening to Phillip Rivers this week saying, oh gosh. I can't wait to get up there. My last time in the Coliseum, I got memories there, man. You sure Dolly, that's not Tom Brady? I, I love it up there. <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, and I love that. Like that's that's of course what that's what fans of. want. Exactly. We don't need the jersey exchange between right. the two high end no. stars at the re- do that in the bowels of the stadium, exactly. out of sight of the public. We fans are deluding ourselves to believe that you believe in these rivalries as much as we do. Of course, it dates way back before, but my earliest memory, 1980 in the AFC title game, the, the great Air Coriel, Dan Fouts team, hosting those Raiders, and they get knocked off yeah. by Jim Plunkett and company. Your earliest memory was when you were 24 years old. <laughs> ah! See that? See, that makes zingers. me older. Yeah, he's, he's red hot, <laughs> Dan. Give the kid his due. He's got him. Your team's ice cold. It's just red hot. <laughs> I do. We're not picking that game, Money, uh, Thursday Night Football, <laughs> because it is on ESPN. Let's do it right. 
Well, listen, I know you always go with the Chargers anyway, yes. but I happen to think if you, and we're going to get into the playoff picture in just a second You called the Chargers upset here. over the Packers this week. I did call that upset, and I also think if you look at how it sets up, they are right back where the Chargers always are at the midway point in the season. Wow, they boy, they're really going to have to pull off a big rally. Fortunately for them, they get the Raiders twice, they get the Chiefs twice. They have every opportunity to get back into the mix of this thing. As do the Raiders. And the, yeah, and the Raiders. Whoever also who in, thought the, in the West was up too. for grabs, it is. Right. If the Raiders win this game, they still play at KC. They play the Chargers again, but those are their three toughest games remaining. They have absolutely uh, a very strong chance. They have the easiest path of any AFC wildcard contender yeah. right now. They have, let's not indulge, they're going to knock uh, off the, the Bills, Chiefs. Maybe. Bills look like they got a pretty no, easy No, they do not. We'll go, they do. We'll go over that. They, they really don't. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute. But that's a, this Just Thursday night. Just they play the Steelers. God yeah. forbid they have the yeah. Steelers on the Steelers. Oh, Mason Rudolph. First of all, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. That was good. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who just vanquished uh, Ryan Fitzmagic a week ago. All right, we're going to dig in on, on the AFC oh, playoff picture, and I'll clarify <laughs> it. Bit, first, let's say hi to the pride. guy. It's going to be a good show. The Londoner, oh, be a good one. the Londoner who uh, I think tepidly continues to stand <laughs> by the Miami Dolphins with their one win there. It's handsome Oof. Hank Hodgson. What's happening, fella? I'm doing well, thank you, Davis. It's nice a pleasure to, to see you once again. Look at the Dolphin socks and everything. I got really going yeah, all I in. Victory Wednesday. Why not? It's the only one I'm going to be able to celebrate this season. Why not? Put the socks on. Um, I want to talk about Cam, what's going on there, the proper change that the Jaguars have made now. They have gone there. They just say, I don't like the new age dolphin. He doesn't wear that helmet. No, Safety do. first. I thought yeah. that was a big priority. Yeah, especially and then when it win. comes to my socks as well. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so let's dig into it right now since, uh, since we've already broached the subject. It's time for the Fresh Takes presented by Zaxby's. Mm. A reminder, it is the home of the famous chicken fingers, wings, and salads, and now sprinkled with uh, with the spice of handsome zingers uh, on this DDFP. Today's question is, what team currently holding a playoff spot in the AFC and the NFC will not be holding that playoff spot and be watching the playoffs on TV? I'll start with you, Matt Money-Smith. I think the Bills make it. I'll just start there. I think that's what you want to go after. I think they get I don't 10 want, wins. Not necessarily. I, I think that they're in more jeopardy than we assume. We're all prisoners of the moment. We look at, well, they're 6-2. and two, They're playing well. I'm not they're the moment, not, though. They've got the Jets, the Dolphins. They get the Steelers at home. Let me, now, let me go through it. Well, well, they are the, in Cleveland this week. Okay. Let me start with it with that mm-hmm. game. I think they're going to lose that game. Okay. I think they're going to lose that game. But, but would then you be they have a couple they of, want it? No, but no. then they go. Then they go. I think it's a big game for them though, because they do have a couple of cupcakes. But then they, they have three a, cupcakes. Let me tell you the gauntlet that they are going with. They go um, at Dallas. Ravens come to them. Right. At Pittsburgh. At New England. How many wins do you see in that? One. One win. Right. Yeah. So if they lose this Browns but game, but then they get the Jets I, and they get the Dolphins. I hear you. If they lose to the Browns, that's going to be a major harbinger of bad things to come. They the must way, get this I game. I don't feel like the Cowboys are that formidable. Like you I think just, they're going to go down there and knock them off? Like I, I'm not. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised. Like that's all. I think that defense is so good. And I know when I mentioned that last, the Eagles came in and, and you know got after them pretty good, but. I just think that defense is so good that they can keep them in games and they could have that season like they had two years ago when they went 9-7, and seven, you know, didn't turn the ball over, scored just enough points to lean on their defense and got in. I mean, I think, uh, what's the, who's the other AFC team right now? 
It's the Bills and the Colts. Colts. It would be the Colts. Yeah. So I feel good about that. I think that's that's probably what it's going to be. Colts. They have a kind. I mean, I, the AFC South. Jacoby Brissett's yeah. out for. If that's you don't. The well, and also, if you don't buy that those teams aren't uh, – if, if the Texans have separated themselves from the AFC South pack, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a little bit of a dicey opinion to hold right now. I know a lot of people have said, next stop, the Stars for Deshaun Watson and company. But, of course, the Colts, if Adam Vinatieri makes a field goal in Heinz Field, that's the story. And the Texans are going to be left to scratch and claw without J.J. Watt the rest of the way there in the wild card mix. Um, as it is – if the AFC South teams, and you assume they're going to, beat, or at least yeah, that's my assumption, mm -hmm. they're going to keep knocking each other down the rest of the way. The Jags and the Titans are not uh, garbage teams. They're going to get some wins in there. I think the Raiders, I continue to say, the Raiders have a real shot if they beat the Chargers. If the Chargers win, then it really is a mess, especially if the X factor of this wild card chase is going to be, dare I say it, the Pittsburgh Steelers, because they already hold wins against the Chargers and now the Colts. If right. they beat the Bills in Pittsburgh, 9-7, and seven, if that's the threshold, Pittsburgh will have tiebreakers but over remember, all those teams well, and no, they'll they get wouldn't. in. No, they wouldn't. Remember, it goes to AFC record. So if it's a three-way... Before it goes to head-to-head? -to -head? Yes. I don't if think that's only right. Only if it's a two-way tie. Only if it's a tie oh, between those two teams. it's multiple teams. So now you have to go to AFC record, which is where... Because that's what got the Chargers bounced two years ago when hmm. the Bills got in. Even though they beat them head-to-head, -head, hmm. Bills got in ahead of them. So that's where the head-to-heads don't matter as much. But that's where the Chargers would miss out and the Raiders would be in a better position if they finished tied. That's why I think AFC West... I don't think you're going to get two teams. I think it's whoever wins that division because, as you mentioned, the AFC South gauntlet, that's the AFC West right now. The Chargers still play the Raiders and Chiefs twice apiece. The Raiders and Chiefs still have a head-to-head. -head. So that's what's going to determine. Right. I think one of those teams will be probably a 10-6, and six, maybe even a 9-7 and seven division winner. Well, the Chiefs, you know, I, they are not world beaters, and I know it's laughable now. Again, prisoners of the moment. We've seen the Chiefs. They were forecasted to be in the mix for the Super Bowl chase. The Raiders were anything but. But if the Raiders, not, if, if they beat the Chargers, then they go to Arrowhead, it's not implausible. I know no. people want to laugh, but that could absolutely happen with Josh Jacobs. The evidence that we've seen three times over now, four times over, really, they slowed down Dalvin Cook pretty well on Sunday. But I absolutely buy that Josh Jacobs could get on a roll in Arrowhead. And, you know, I know, again, the their Raiders are unlikely to do it. but the, their, their defense is terrible. Well, guess what? So is the Chiefs. So that's, they're even well, on that's that what I'm count. saying, though. That's the one issue, I think, with who would you rather have in a shootout? You know, if Patrick Mahomes is healthy and you know neither team can slow the other down, you want to lean on Derek Carr or you want to lean on Pat Mahomes? I don't that's, know. That's Our guy I'm Derek gonna... Carr doing nicely. Handsome. Let's tackle the NFC so side of I things. think right now the, the five and six seeds in the NFC are the Vikings and Seahawks. Yes. Is that correct? That's right. It's hard to see either of those teams getting dislodged. I mean, in, in both cases, so looking at the other two divisions, the Saints are you know, streets ahead of anyone else in the South. The Cowboys are currently leading the East. But do we but think they're better to than be the Eagles? Able to, well, no, I think it's going to go the way I predicted. It'll go Eagles are going to end up winning the division. And, in fact, they're going to disrupt the wild card side of things as well. The thi and that's bad for the Vikings. If yes, the, if that, the uh, Eagles exactly. win because that's they have the head-to-head. -head. Exactly. By process of elimination, I think the Vikings are the ones that are probably most vulnerable at the moment. That's right. On the one hand, I think that's a team that could, if it, if everything clicks, they're a team that could be, you know, could potentially be the type of wild card team that then goes and knocks off a division winner 
and and makes a run in January. The Vikings? The, I think they could be. I, I think if everything I mean, works. You I saw think, Kirk Cousins. Well, I mean, I know people point at that all the time. Let do. Then then he needs to wash off that stink by doing yeah. it in a big spot. All right. But I mean, if he gets them into that position, then he he gives himself the opportunity to to do that. And okay. it also isn't just him. You've got Darwin Cook, and you've got a defense that that is capable of on the on their day playing with anyone. But I think that's probably the team to me that that looks like if someone was going to shake loose, if the Eagles suddenly rally and bounce the Cowboys, the the Vikings would be the ones that would fall out. Oh, I got news for you. The rally is underway. I told you that that was what was going to be. Don't panic, Philadelphia people. Here they come. come. The big win for them was, the, the, the one we circled was, the bellwether game potentially was in Buffalo. They destroyed Buffalo up there. They ran all over them. By the way, that's another bad sign for Buffalo. They didn't stop Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders. Okay, that's fine against the Eagles. Then Adrian Peterson ran all over, them. all over If them. that's an issue for them, then Nick Chubb, presumably, if you're following trends, then maybe Nick Chubb has a good day on Sunday. Could be. And that also sets up poorly against Zeke Elliott and the teams that we talked about. Yeah, already. I'm starting to reconsider that now. <laughs> um, the Vikings. Doing the math in my head, I think I am starting to reconsider the Bills. And we saw at the top there the Hail Mary, the first ever Hail Mary, yep. Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson, of course, an obvious offensive push off. And I don't just say that to you guys and Cower. I've said that to Roger Staubach and Drew Pearson as well. They debate the subject. They, they, they aren't Surprisingly. sure. They don't know if it was OPI. Hmm. I think you could throw the red challenge flag on that and it would get over. Maybe overturned. we should. Listen, that's a good call. That would be a fun game to play without River on. Would you overturn this historic moment based overturn on the evidence? Great historic call. moments. That would be a fun Great game call. to play. Let's see if yep. we can get a referee to do that, Eddie Spaghetti. Um, and yeah, I think that's a. Uh, now so let's the Rams cir- are out. Sir, the Rams better beat There's Pittsburgh. No Rams better beat Pittsburgh. If right. they don't, if they don't win that one. They still are. They still um, are traveling up to San Francisco, and they, they play Seattle the first to two Seattle. They and they lost the first one up at Seattle. Right, oh, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So so they better take care of business um, this week against the Niners. The the Seahawks right. beat the Niners. That muddies who's going to win the division. But either right. way, the Rams, like I say, better better. They've got to be win in two, Pittsburgh, two or they're in some jeopardy. Um, so I, I I think the Vikings are the one that's out. That's the so team who takes that, their place. The Cowboys, one of the mm-hmm. NFC East teams. Okay. I think I think I think the Eagles will beat the Cowboys in the rematch. That's bad news, like I say, for the Vikings because of the head-to-head. But also would be, I guess, moot because I also think the Cowboys are going to beat the Vikings. So what about the AF, what about the NFC West beating each other up? Seattle I think still has Seattle two against the Niners. One. Rams still have one against the Niners and one against the Seahawks. I think I think Seattle gets it, and they I still, think and I think the Rams watch from home. Okay, it's okay. But you think the Niners win the division? Because I been, do, but they do have since August. They got a tough. Uh, they've got a tough path here. They've, yeah. They that they yeah, need yeah. to survive, but just in time. Those offensive linemen are coming back, um, and uh, yeah, if they if they vanquish, listen, if Bruce Arians, if they can somehow steal that one or even tie that game up in Seattle last week, it's a wrap on the division. They could the the Niners could straight up lose to the Seahawks both times, and they still would have the edge on. I think the what division. the story is is that the NFC playoff field. You're going to get some fantastic playoff. Yeah, final three weeks are going to be nuts. Card, I mean, the but, final three weeks of the regular season will be crazy through, yeah, in the that, NFC. And then, and then straight into into the playoffs. Like every single one of those games is going to be unmissable. You're not going to get one of those 
wildcard games where you're like, okay, well, I, I don't need to watch this because I know how that's going to come. Well, it's, it's convenient that we haven't brought them up yet as we put a wrap on this week's edition of Fresh Takes presented by Zaxby's, the team in the NFC that we didn't hit yet that is in the mix, the Carolina Panthers. Handsome Hank, I start with you on this one. What do you make of all that's happening in Carolina right now? Cam Newton getting shut down. I assume any football fan has heard the news by now. The foot continues to not be working. People are now projecting that this is it for Cam in the powder blue or whatever you call it. I think they call it panther blue, to be accurate. They should do. Um, Kyle Allen in, and the locals seem just fine with this. Oh, we love Kyle Allen. I think it shows the limits of the transitive property. Just because Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe is not an indication that the same thing's about to happen in Carolina. That's my take on it. How say you? I would agree. I mean, I think people are very quick to um, to sort of match up the fact that his contract, I think it's pretty easy for them to get out of Cam's contract and equally easy for another team yeah, what, to trade like for him after this season. I think they save money. <clears throat> I don't think it's a huge hit for a team that would trade for him. So people are, are putting those two things together. Again, I would go back to the point of the Panthers are going to be picking somewhere around the, the sort of early to middle of, of the draft. Teens. In the teens, exactly. Yeah. How do you find? There's, you've discussed. There's a number of quarterbacks that, that are going to hit the market this year, but are any of them better than Cam? That's the work that you've got to do. Or are you going to be able to draft a quarterback that's better than Cam? When it comes to it, and you actually get a chance to evaluate all of that, I don't see how you don't bring Cam back on the, in the in the last year of his deal because you're probably not going to find anyone better than him. And yes, he's had injuries, but he's now two years removed from those shoulder surgeries, which means that hopefully he's healthier than he's been. He's give, been given a year to get his foot better, and you just then you have one year and you you make your decision after that. I don't know why you would need to rush it at this point. And he's he's clearly he would be the best um, quarterback on the market available for the likes of the Bears or or any of the teams that sort of miss out on on the draft. Well, remember, it's you, you don't you know you always hear about the the league. You don't budget per player. You budget position. Mm. So you can keep Cam can and keep Kyle Cam Allen, and Kyle your Allen, quarterback exactly. number is still leaves you plenty of room to, to sign whatever other needs you may have in free agency or extending your own players. So I just don't I don't see the benefit unless Kyle Allen wins out, sweeps the Saints, they win the South, right. wins yeah, yeah. a playoff game. Okay, now we're talking. But yeah. just finding your way to eight and eight, nine and seven. And missing the playoffs, I don't think that's what, well, you know, that that warrants trading Cam and going into the Kyle Allen the, 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 That's right. The other big question mark is, do you have the same coach and do you have the same GM in Carolina at the end of the season? I, none of us know the answer to that question now. And that's the, the, the unknown that could make someone come in and say, I want to clear it all out and I, start again. It's funny how you, uh, that you bring that up because I didn't really have much of a sense of that. I did. I was on Charlotte Radio this morning and... The host brought that there up from Dave. <laughs> of course you were, Dave. Good Charlotte. You know. <laughs> Charlotte yeah. Radio. Yeah, listen. Hey, breaking news. More. Get Damashek on the phone. <laughs> right. He'll make sense of what's right. happening. They uh, they said that it, they really presented it as though that Ron Rivera is really in some jeopardy if he doesn't get to the postseason, which what? seems cuckoo to me. It Again, seems crazy who to are me you replacing? Right. Same answer with same, Cam Newton. Same, who are you yeah. getting to replace right. Ron right. Rivera? Um, but the other thing is, to your point about Kyle Allen and what he does the rest of the way, I think that based on the uncertainty, and that's the bottom line with Cam Newton, it would be rash and foolish to make a decision on Cam when you don't know the, uh, you know, what, what, the, what the medical future of the guy is. And unless I'm mistaken, none of you, you aren't doctors. I'm not. And neither I am I. Be. I used no. to be. Were you? I just quit. 
Spaghetti? No. What's happening, Spaghetti? I'm, I'm not a doctor. I can't discuss his uh, foot injury. Well, you can shoulder. have a... That doesn't prevent anybody else from weighing in. You can in discuss thing, it. Well, you yeah, can discuss it. They just wouldn't take your advice. Yeah. And they but probably wouldn't let you it. operate on the I think a name you guys haven't mentioned that just to, to sprinkle oh, it go. in there. They Will Greer is local. They That's what I was going to say. I think yeah. they actually do the option of Will Greer or Kyle Allen, and to, you could while Ed can walk for nothing. That's that's my only counter to this art to this. Well, because well, the answer is, I hear you going into 2020 and to see how he's going to be. I don't think you just say like we don't know if one's ever going to look like one ever again. I think you would have to know. With some sense right. from a doctor that or doctors, okay, the foot's all all the you way. You know back. who else is local? But Will Greer, but Will Greer is the by the end of 2019. I think they have to run him out there because that Once also informs. Yeah, I don't. But I think at some point, if if part of the calculation is going to be in what the offseason, it's five and one. I don't know. I just think you have to see the guy I before you say. I think he's five and one. You can't. You can't just run a rookie out there because. Because you want to. Because you want to see what you got. I guess. I guess if it's week sixteen the and they're in a playoff I mean. spot, I just also think that that is going to dictate to some degree. If Cam is up in the air, we don't know. Well, listen, we love this kid. We love Will Greer and Kyle Allen. At minimum, will get us to Will Greer. Um, I think that's a possibility. You know who yeah. else is local? Who? Clemson's quarterback. Oh. In 2021. Mm. So just stink it up for a year? Stink it up for a this year. Is, this is the solution of, of all the half-not teams out there. <laughs> stink it just up. kick it ahead the next year. We'll get one of those guys. What, what's going to stand in the way of us getting yeah. one of those guys? Well, that's, that's how the Panthers fell into Cam as well. It wasn't, yeah, meanwhile, um, you got a Jacksonville quarterback that was taken in the sixth round that people are, you know, hey, you got to trade that guy now. Professional transition. He's a starter now in the league. Right. You, can't, you can't be keeping him around sitting behind Mick Foles. Pro transition there by Matt Money-Smith. I'm not surprised. Let's talk <laughs> about those This Jags. is what you've got to look forward to when you're on That's LA right. radio Keep tomorrow. it moving. That's right. Keep it moving. Yeah, I'm just going to sit Charlotte there. From Charlotte to LA. Four hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking Charlotte and Jacksonville football in <laughs> Los Angeles. Uh, remind me to uh, tune Lakers in. have who? Yeah. What do they got going Money. on? Money. <laughs> Man, Handsome really didn't like those clips at the start of DDF. The other day, let's hash it out. Yeah, let's ta- let's roll calls let's for the next ahead. hour Call, on that. Dial me in. Right, uh, I'd be thrilled to be on. Well, that would be LA a fun Come in. Let's get the handsome one in. Come there. out to the valley. Enjoy Burbank. <laughs> it's beautiful this time of year. Money. What's uh, what's your professional take on Gardner Minshew sitting down and yeah. Nick Foles getting in there? Makes sense. You know, I, I, I think they would have done it anyway. I don't think it mattered that he, you know, won or lost that game against the I think the it Texans. made it nice for Made it much Doug easier, Marone. but, I mean, I think you forget, and I can't remember who, I, it might have been Will Brinson. I don't remember who put it up on Twitter, but it was a great point. I was thinking the same thing. Like, we forget one of the great throws of the season was the throw by Nick Foles that he broke his clavicle on. Like, the guy was playing great football, you know? I mean, it's, it's I have no problem with them going back to him just to see you know what's happening with the Bulls and this team that's got a great defense. And as you said, the South is likely going to cannibalize itself. So get back after it. There's plenty of time. I mean, come on. It was, it's been great. He played great. And it's not like he played poorly against the Texans. But get Foles back out there and, and see whether or not you can make a run. Oh, I disagree. I was up in time to see the second half of, of uh, well, the early Well, yeah, the second half got away from Dave, it. That's, that's nice. right. Well, listen, I, you know, I needed a nice rest so yeah. I could focus in on, uh, on the rest of the ball I mean, game. it's not like it was at 3 a.m. No, it was, it was 6.30. And, and also the clocks had changed, so it was actually 8, 7.30. 7.30, exactly. You don't get involved in how I spend <laughs> my weekend. up. <laughs> the point is, Gardner Minshew, it's fine. And I am a pedigree snob, as I always like to say. And I know Tom Brady's the greatest of all time, so that's, uh, that's the big... Uh, I'm Roethlisberger's <laughs> two. I'm sorry. Just Terry Bradshaw's uh, three. Listen, I'm a pedigree snob. 
if I can get a QB from Miami of Ohio, <laughs> then I'm gonna get a G darn QB from Miami of Ohio. I don't I care like where pedigree. he matriculated. I care what he looked like when he was there doing the student athlete jazz. Now, um, I think the Gardner Minshew. Here's what here's what pro football players on defense say all the time. They always point this out. Quarterbacks who are backups are backups because they're good. They're good enough to make an NFL roster. And they can surprise you for a few weeks, for a week to five weeks. That's their job. At some point, defensive coordinators and NFL players figure out, oh, this is what his tendencies, uh, his tendency is in this situation or that. And then they stop that, and backup QBs versus high-end quarterbacks have no adjustment to that. That's it. Well, I've given you all my bag of tricks. I have nowhere else to go, like Richard Gere in uh, Officer and a Gentleman. But you can't make and a I don't know what Gardner. statement. I don't know. I, I'm we t- don't know if Gardner Minshew is mean, that guy. Tony Romo was a backup right. for a couple of years. All know, right, I'll, turned I'll, into a great quarterback. It, it's the difference I, between yeah, Tony Romo or someone who can be right, elevated into the a starting position, undrafted, Eastern or, Illinois, or you know the the, the career backup. Okay, that that's one. That hanging around. Then like. you have Tom Brady is two, and then that's it. That's, those are those that's are the true. examples. Mark Brunel had a nice career. He was a backup up in Green Bay. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck had a nice career. Took the yeah, Seahawks to the Super Bowl. That's a backup. Um, um, my point is here, or my my <laughs> guess <laughs> is this is how it shakes out: Minshew in Jacksonville under center in Week One, 2020; Nick Foles in Chicago under center, starting QB Week One. How say uh, how you? does he get that? Hmm. I mean, I mean they'll purge that contract. There's a, enough enthusiasm to Money's point about but, so, about yeah. what you're but paying a position group ahead. and everything else. You've got to project ahead that he's then going to be bad. We don't even know that Doug so Marone's going to be there. So I would imagine. But what if Foles plays well? What but if he plays if, well uh, here to Doug close Marone's, the season? They stay relevant right. until the end of the year. You know, there's a reason why they went after that veteran QB. It, it actually speaks to your point that, hey, we need a vet. We've got this great defense. We've got a great running game. If we can just have someone to settle that position, right. unlike Blake Bortles, who seems to make a critical mistake when we could least afford it, let's get a steady hand there. That's what Foles is. I, right. you I know, mean, they're going to bring all those guys back next year. Foles could be one of the additions to that list. I mean, Foles has been a considered a backup quarterback right. up until now in his career. He could be the next one actually, on that list. You know what? I've been pretty consistent in saying Nick Foles will be one and done in Jacksonville. But to, your, to, to what you guys are saying, I think you're turning me around on this <laughs> because if he plays well... Jacksonville's not going to give him away, be, right. and if he stinks, who's going to want him? Then it's, it will it, then it will prove that, like yeah, as 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 we always talk about, there's some weird magic powers with the dark green of that Eagles jersey that do not transfer to any other uh, any of the other 31 teams. Right. It's out the there. same story Money was was telling about the Panthers quarterback situation. You've got Foles, you've got Minshew on a on a sixth round a contract. You keep the keep the two of them until you can't. Um, all right. Well, the, I guess you've turned me around on that. All the, right. Uh, Here we the, go. We, the, that's success. On the Jags. I don't think I've ever changed Dave's mind on anything. Um, do we do it then? Do we jump right in? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to get to the Rich oh, no. flag picks just yet because oh, no. somebody who is a muckety-muck here at the NFL uh-huh. deals a lot with all the international sure business, does. the games in London, the games in Mexico City and beyond. Gave me a tour of that fine city when I was there. Are we talking about me? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I did. We had a great time, didn't we? Darn right we did. And you know what we're going to do next weekend? Mexico City. We're going to have a great time in CDMX. Look at you two. World travelers. World travelers and world eaters. Getting down a day early for it, as mm -hmm. a matter of fact. I don't want to put either one of you into a weird spot, but Matt Money Smith, voice of the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to start with you, Money. 
What insight do you have to these rumors that the Chargers are are London bound? I don't even know when. I didn't uh, take enough time to to see because I don't buy. I didn't buy. No, it was a on ridiculous that article. They would do that. It makes it, how would they extract themselves from anyway? Right. Yeah. from the state. I mean, I'll just tell you else. from their point. I you know lobbed out a not not a snarky, but just kind of a fun way to broach the subject with a couple of the uh, the higher ups there at the top. And I said, so do I? Do I need to buy like a moped and a flat and stuff and what, you know, look at schools and um, and they were they like they were upset they were legitimately upset they feel like hey this is you know forget about the early part of the season our team is is kind of rolling right now we've got a Thursday game this is the last thing that we need there we have no clue where this could be coming from uh, and we will likely put out a very forceful statement um, and they did and Dean Spanos indeed did that so they were I love that they by were the pretty way. and just kind of for people that maybe don't know um, I like. I like Vinny. Vinny was very kind of Vinny Bonsignor, who wrote the article for The Athletic, kind of came on the scene here because he was pretty deep into the relocation of the Rams coming to L.A. and had a lot of that stuff right and had laid out things before they became public. So clearly he's got an insight. Um, and, and it is my opinion that his insight comes from the front office of the Rams. I don't know why the Rams would want him to write that article. Um, but you don't. Eh, you I'll can't just, figure just, that out. I'll just leave it at that, and I will say uh, it. It was a very interesting author for an article that took a shot at another LA team, as both teams are a bit embattled here, as they try to cultivate a fan base in a market that had no team for 25 years and still has a ton of fans of all 32 teams um, that they try to figure out. So um, I didn't. I, you know, I, I understand why the Chargers were so upset. Uh, I do too, but I also, I mean, it's an unsatisfying answer, sort of like, well, got to wait and see with Cam Newton. The Chargers and the NFL, the Chargers and NFL, unfortunately or otherwise, the fact is you have to wait this out. It'll be a slow burn. You drop a team into a metropolis with so many transients, like we've talked about before, who bring their loyalties from their football town. Are, it's, they're not going to overnight say like, oh, well, now there's a team closer to right, me right. than the one I brought with me. Then, well, now I'm that team. That's not going to happen. Right. It's going to start with younger kids. The kids. They're kids. Kids, and it's going to take, you know, five to 12 years, you would think, until those people ripen a little bit, and they will be supporting the local blue and gold team, whichever one it is, or perhaps both. Hanson, right. well, and By the way, that would be the same in London as well. You know, the, the NFL fans in London are... Very we've much been like playing the NFL games fans in there. LA. Exactly. We've been playing games there for, for 12, 13 years now. I think 250,000 people went through the turnstiles of four games over the last six weeks or so in London. And they're all fans of an NFL team already. So you, you'd, be, you'd be talking the same story. Is London ready to be the home of an NFL team? I certainly believe so. I think they could support an NFL team. And I think you see the fans. Oh, it certainly see seems The people so, who right. show up to, to Tottenham and to Wembley for those games. And it's, it's incredible. But I, don't, I mean, there's no truth to, to this specific thing. It then comes down to, is it team? Is it more games? Like, how does, how, how does that shake out? You know like better. Go ahead. It seems like the team thing is, and I don't want to put Hank in a tough spot here, but just for me looking at it, I don't, it's hard for me to follow the team thing. I mean, obviously travel. You know, you're the, talking about seven and a half hours to your nearest game in New York. And then for me, the bigger issue is just taxes. Yeah. As someone who kind of thinks about those there's, sort of things, I don't know how they work the tax issue out for these hundreds of millions of dollars of income when, I don't know, the London top tax rate's probably somewhere around 50%. Yep. The U.S. is not going to want to let those tax revenues no. go, so now you've got an issue there. And then you've got the NFLPA that, that says, oh, yeah, yeah, we're just going to 
uproot these 53 guys and uh, take them well, overseas. No, nothing can be done without it being part of the next CBA. Right. Those two are definitely legitimate issues. Um, I think the, the, the big one is playoff scheduling. Like, you know, you can plan on when you host teams and plan bye weeks and all that stuff around it. But if a London team grabs the sixth wildcard berth and then has to schedule five days later right. a game in London at a stadium they share with a soccer team, there's just, uh, and in a time zone that isn't going to work for, a, let's say, a primetime game right. here. There's just those type of logistical hurdles have not been addressed yet. So the, 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 we're not ready to, to be able to do that. From a fan base What about Mexico City then? Um, I, you know, similar, similar types of issues, I think, on the tax front. It, has, it certainly hasn't been explored to the same extent in Mexico City as it has been in London with regards to a franchise. Um, and I, I, yeah, I think there would be. I think it'd there, be there, so there are logistical hurdles, but the biggest one. Sorry to just finish it. The biggest one is you need an owner that w that wants to make that commitment. That's that's what's missing. And until that happens, it's it's not going to happen. I, can, not I, be I, I think about team. it. Money money is uh, a smarter fellow than I. I yep. think about it from uh, from a dim fans' point of view. It seems to me that everybody, as opposed to Los Angeles or New York City, an American metropolis, in the case of professional football. London is obviously, uh, you know, a metropolis itself. But I think in the case of pro football, if you said, this is your new team, everybody would drop their previous affiliations and rally around that team, or the vast majority would. Do you think they would do that? I think they would. I think it takes time to put roots down. It's no, I mean, you, you said exactly the same thing about the Chargers. You arrive, yeah, but you, it's a team would arrive there, and I don't think, you know, if I'll put myself in a, my, seat, my seat as a fan in the UK, I would still be a Dolphins fan, so long as they haven't decided to, to tank the season. But I would still be a Dolphins fan primarily. But yeah, they would swiftly become, and I think that's true of the Jags, given the commitment they made in London, swiftly become a number two team. And I think over time, you might adopt them. But it, 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 for the same reason that the Chargers are, are, are seeing yeah. that in L.A., you, it takes, it's not going to be day one. Everyone just suddenly wearing a, a London Chargers jersey. All right. What do you think, fellas? Good stuff, handsome. Good stuff, uh, money Thanks, with the Dave. insights there. Thank you, Dave. Um, I, did, I, I also enjoyed hearing about those Rams. We'll talk more about them right now as we jump into Week 10. It's time Woo! for the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Sing everybody behind there. Red, Red Challenge Flag Peaks! I didn't really hear everybody yeah, on the other side of the, of the table bit. over there. Especially Mark Brady. Yeah, Mark Brady Jeez, came up. And he's got a great singers. voice as well. I, don't I know. know. Yeah. Everybody really, should he's be like a singer. himself. <laughs> he really, you should hear his strangers in the night. It is <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring this up for the people watching this uh, on video. And by the way, if you're just listening to us, we appreciate it. By the way, we put out the call for more ears and to Ooh, see yeah, we got who some was listening, and eyes. Who, was, who was watching. We are on YouTube every week. This is uh, our streaming show. It also goes up on YouTube. But we got a lot more ears than we got eyes. So if you're listening now, you can also watch it, like I mm -hmm. say, on YouTube at your leisure. Not a fan. Um, this week, we're, we'll also, I forgot to mention this, I want everybody behind the table to vote too, as one. You all count as one vote. In, uh, in the Red Challenge flag picks this week. By the way, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but this emerging weird controversy, the, the rivalry between you and your countryman, Andrew Raby. Why? I mean, I mean why nothing all the shots? But pleasant he tracks to him. the Red Challenge flag <laughs> picks for us and he I'd posts be fine them if he on didn't, Twitter. By the way, 
I'd be all right if you didn't track him right now. I've been nothing but pleasant. I apologized last week. I congratulated him on counting it correctly. And then this week, he immediately comes at, at me. He took a shot at me. And then I look. I go in there. First of all, when, after he did it, the numbers went in there, so I wasn't able to check it. Mm. When, I, when he finally uploaded the, the counting that he had done, I was half a game off 500. I, 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 I did the second best out of all of us. Congratulations, can Eddie, I, who did the best. Can I ask a question? Sure. By the way... I think, um, you know, much like, you know, we are a, a culture of tipping mm. where instead of owners of businesses uh, picking up the tab for their employees, uh, we, the customer, are forced to do so. We are shamed. In the, and I'm fine tipping. I worked in service, so I'm mm. all good with it. It's fine. I would prefer they just bake those prices in and, uh, and do it themselves. But why is Andrew Raby doing the Red Challenge flag pitch? Why is Eddie not doing the Red right. Challenge flag pitch tally? Why is... It's Why a tradition. A it's a tradition as old as time, or at least as old as uh, black tie. You know, well, yeah. black tie. Yes, that I understand. Black tie wasn't going to do no, it. No, he wasn't going to do it. No, he wasn't going to do it. work is coming. Right. Is coming through black <laughs> tie. Uh, he he couldn't be nope. bothered, and now Eddie Spaghetti. He's just following the lead. Yeah. You see, I would do it. it I know just, you would. It's established. He didn't he send us like a plaque too, or that's someone else. Didn't didn't he send something, or he sent a pie, or he was yeah, like, he sent. Yeah, he's been a listener. What was it? Was it a plaque or was it a pie? I can't remember. Eddie ate it anyway. It he doesn't matter. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get into it. Here, oh. where I started with the Buffalo Bills. All right, where I started with the Buffalo Bills. All right, they're probably going to make the playoffs. And by the way, for the record, I would love to see the the Bills win the Lombardi Trophy. I think it would be, uh, if any fan base outside of the Pittsburgh Steelers could see their team hoist the Lombardi this year, I would love to see that. And I don't think it's going to be the Steelers. I'd love to see the Bills break through and win a Super Bowl. I think they're in some real peril here if they don't win this game. And they are two, the Browns are 2-6. and six. They should lose this game. And yet, I have a hunch that it's going to be the Browns. Well, who cares what I think? Let's get into it now. Matt Money Smith, uh. Bills, Browns. Choose. I've kind of tipped where I'm going, speaking yeah. of tipping. Homeless, uh, Baker Mayfield, the buck, the mustache. I think they still have Odell Beckham on their team. Little evidence that would prove that. Well, this week, so maybe he's he's excited about that. Yeah, I'll go Browns. Oh, you will. I mean, why not? I'll throw it. Okay. All right, make your case, Santa. I mean, Eddie, throw the flag. I'm going Browns. You're going Browns. All right, show of hands behind the table there. If we have a camera on it, otherwise it'll yeah. be pretty unsatisfying. Yeah, that's not going to get. I don't see anything. All right, for the podcast or for TV. Dave. True enough. Let's <laughs> skip that idea. But they, there, there are people waving their hands. I don't. Know I don't what, know which don't side know what that for. is. Yeah, no, there that we means. go. Are those hands for the Browns? I'm guessing. Bills. Oh, these are for the all Bills. Right, all right, so hands to make the, the case okay. for the Bills supporters. Um, well, you. Well, I just brought up the name Black Tie. And so I'm going to, um, on him, because of him, one of his favorite things was body language. Mm. Um, and I'm just going on, like, on, on Cleveland's body language right now. Baker looking a little defeated last week. Odell Beckham a pouting, little. pouting. Jarvis <laughs> Landry. Most pathetic thing I've ever seen yeah. him at the podium after the game. Ooh, most pathetic. I mean, I well, it was pretty most- sad. It was pretty sad. Um, Odell pouting a bit. He looked like the Hulk after he turns back into Bruce Banner. Right. That's kind of what he looked like. He's a bit like... uh, Was that Baker? Baker at the podium after the game. Looked like Uncle Buck. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I I said he looks a little bit like Greg Rosenthal. That's that's how how much his uh, his spirit has shrunk. There's your winner. Right. Um, All right, go ahead. Yeah, it doesn't get much worse than that. Um, The... So that, and then then, um, just from a coaching standpoint, like Freddie Kitchens, they're... 
undisciplined, and I'm not, I'm not talking about people wearing different shoes, I don't care about that stuff, but just in terms of penalties, doing dumb stuff, I don't think you can turn that, I don't think that's a case of uh, an offense or a defense that's just not playing well, but they're going to get it right. I just don't think that they're a well-coached team. I don't think they're, they're, they're ready for games, and I don't see why they would be more ready for a game against the Bills, who are a good team, and especially on defense, are smart enough to know how to take away the things that, that Cleveland should be able to do and to give Baker more fits, to make him pout even more, to compound what's happening. So that's, that's why I would pick the Bills. See if you buy this uh, money. My reasoning is that Nick Chubb, it's a practical one. I completely agree with everything you've said. Are you uh, going Bills or are you going Browns? I'm taking the Browns. Okay, so you and I think Browns. as long as they have the good sense to take a look at where the Bills have struggled the last couple of weeks. You know the Bills are thinking, boy, we better get this run defense square. Or we're in some real trouble. Um, they go get Leggett uh, to try and fix that. That won't work. Corey Legit. Legit? Legit. Always been legit. legit. It's legit? Yeah. Legit. That's the I'm legit pretty sure way that they, of pronouncing he was legit. Not at U of I, it was always legit. Legit. It's, yeah. I think it probably should be like. I'm going to stab you in the thigh. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the, uh, all right. Either way, they go get him, and oh, that's not going to fix anything. I, I know from <laughs> having watched uh, watch his body of work, if not uh, right. learn his pre pre uh, name pronunciation. But anyway, yeah. Why he's available yeah. in advance of week 10. Um, so. You know the Bills, that that's going to be their mindset. As long as they say, let's attack that and see what they have, and then that sets up then Baker to throw it to Odell Beckham. But if it goes the other way around, I'm with you completely, Handsome. This could get, this is bad now, the optics of Baker in the post game, And then at the end of the first half on the national broadcast, that's at least when we find out, oh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham have to change their shoes at halftime because they're doing that, I don't want to get up on Mount Pius about it. I don't care of uh, individualism and everything else. I support it in the NFL and outside. But it is weird. It is kind of weird. It's kind of like, really, fellas? Yeah, this is what this is what you're doing? You're dealing with the what, what's on your feet instead of you know making plays with those feet? I think that this could get as bad as it looks now, even worse. It could get really cross. We know Odell Beckham. You can feel he's within an inch of blowing up. You know, you can tell that this that it's about to be a big conflict between him and Baker and the rest of it. So you know Baker's going to be incented. I got to get the ball to Odell. As long as they time that right, I think Odell, I think you're going to see him targeted, and I think he's going to make a play, and they should be able to run on it's that. It's a tough defense. one. I mean, the Bills have beat bad teams, you know, and that's what's been on their schedule, and they've beat them pretty darn well. Um, the one... The one thing I think about is just how good Nick Chubb's been. Um, and you mentioned, you know, last week watching Adrian Peterson run all over him a week after Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard ran all over him. And now they get Kareem Hunt back, you know, and, and now you can just kind of have no rest. If, if Chubb's coming off the field, here comes Kareem Hunt. Right. Um, so I, I just kind of look at it that way where maybe it's just a bad matchup this week for the Bills. Um, I, well, and the other thing, and too, it won't is, surprise me. Like, it won't surprise me to see the Browns go on, like, a yeah. three-game run here, you yeah. know, just to get the people excited again, and they finish 7-9, and nine, right. and they're excited for next year, and then they get their, you know, heart ripped. I also, I, I, a month ago, as recently as a month ago, was kind of big on Josh Allen, what's everybody missing here. I'm not obsessed by accuracy as much as, uh, as, much yeah. as smart football people mm. are. I'm fine if you have other things that offset it. But he's, he's it's kind of... That, him spraying the ball around is not a good plan against no. against that secondary. Right. Those guys will make him pay for that. So I think it amounts to a Browns win. 
Um, but it is it is also weird that it's six and two versus two and six, and it feels like a lot of people who are wise about football are still saying like something oh, yeah, yeah, stinks yeah. in Cleveland. They, yeah, it's it's rotten. If, if there. that's what the, if that's what it looks like on game day behind the scenes, it's got to be worse than that. Sure. Yeah. Hey Dave, um, by the way, to back up just a minute, I'm glad you support individualism in a room with three middle or upper middle aged men wearing exactly the same outfits. Pretty much. Yeah, but you're from England, so variation. He's got a diversity. Right. He's got a beard. Right. Yep. I got a pot belly. Yep. We got all kinds yeah, we got of everything shapes going. and sizes. I've and got bird legs. Origins. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Next up. A Super Bowl fourteen redo. If you haven't heard, those two teams once played each other. Is that right? Punctuated is that right? by John Stallworth touchdown it. pass. Yep. Um, it is the Rams, the defending NFC champs, playing at the flawed but suddenly four and four crawled out mm. of a one and four hole. Pittsburgh Steelers in Heinz Field. Handsome Hank. <sighs> Juice. This is a difficult one. Is it now? Because remember how we all laughed a week ago. I, you, you said, well, nobody's going to do You're not going to take the Steelers over the mighty Colts. And everybody scoffed at me. Jacoby Brissett got you hurt. You shamed me out of Jacoby it. Jacoby Brissett got yeah, hurt. Exactly. Okay, so if the Colts and Rams played on a neutral site, you would take the Colts? If the Colts and Rams played on a neutral site? On a neutral site. site. I might. Yeah, I you probably would. would yeah. Okay, pick this one, handsome. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Rams. Right. I don't, I don't love the pick, but I'm gonna take it. In, yeah, I don't love it anyway. either, but I'm gonna take them. Spaghetti, Rams all the way. Hands all the way. Disembodied hands. Everybody's all taking the Rams the, the way. way. I like that. I'm gonna complete it. Yeah. I like when everybody Sweet. goes. Oh really? I like. Uh, but that, I like you, know, you don't mean it. You don't mean it. Yes, I do. I no, would have taken. No, you don't. I absolutely. Dave, I've seen you do this. For I have four absolutely or five taken the Rams now. in you this do game. Do not mean that. What this is a whole thing where you can be then then you protect your your fragile heart. From, <laughs> I like I like a vision of Dave driving home. Yeah. You know, I uh, Hayward in there. I mean, that's <laughs> a, that, the middle of that line is pretty soft. Least, yeah, like least that. Okay. pressure's Dave, off me because uh, I took the Rams. Yeah, Dave, you I win either us, way now. You tell us that's why the Rams true. are gonna win. Because now at least you've got to go through the pain of explaining. Great call. All right. Great call hey. All right. Why the Rams, Rams this, are better than This the is in the abstract. This has nothing no, to no, do no, with no, any I don't of the matchups. No, 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 no. Abstract. You could have thrown a flag. You this did. is why I took the Packers to why lose the, to the Chargers. Do, why do the Rams win? Why do the Rams win? I'm what telling are the Rams you why. so much better at the Steelers? That I had nothing to do with so much better. Listen, I the reason that I, as the same reason I said that the Cardinals would lose, but they would make it a ball game. They lost by three at San Francisco. I said that they would lose by three. I also said the Packers would lose. <laughs> not why the Steelers are why? All because we want so is the Rams. That's because all we, all we, we want to know Rams, about. Rams, Steelers, Because I'm, unlike you and your fancy <laughs> football friends, I am a three-dimensional human being, and I understand <laughs> the way the human mind works, you see. And at some point... The Steelers are going to look at it, incented as they are to continue digging out of the hole. Surely they what looked is he at that. Talking about? Money, what are you doing? I'm telling you. Talking about. They didn't need. They don't talk need about to get the game. They don't tell need us, this. Tell the us why the Rams are Aaron better Donald than the Steelers. Is going to live in Mason Rudolph's chest. Uh, I, well, can that's I tell not going to be a problem why. for Big Mace. <laughs> I, I. That will, is why. Well, I think Dante we all would have said is going to live in his ear hole. You know why That's we thought why. the Colts. You know why we thought the Colts were going to win. It wasn't Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> I don't Brissette. care about the Colts. We thought it was why because we thought it was going to be because Quentin Nelson was going to dominate. Instead, 
he got dominated by Cam Hayward. Hayward so you so think the Steelers are going to win? That offensive line then in Pittsburgh the is no job. Why are you telling me about the Steelers are going to win? The Rams. We asked you why the Rams are going to win, not why the Steelers are going to win. Go on, they pick the Steelers. Do what you want to do. Throw the flag at me. Throw the flag. Just throw it. Throw it. I, you know why? Throw it. Do it. And Sean McVay, I won't do it. Sean McVay. Sean McVay has had a fortnight to prepare for this game. The Rams have to have this one, or they're in in so dire straits. Steelers. 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 I don't have think to they're. Have it. I don't think they're looking at it that way. I think the Rams see sure we must have are. this game. <laughs> you know what, guys? We don't really need this one, buddy. <laughs> 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 this isn't an important one. Come on. I don't. Hey, Mason, don't play as well as you can. Throw it. Just the Steelers have already won two at home. They're Just not feeling desperate. It. They're throw not the feeling desperate. Break. They're feeling nice. Feel right. I, don't think it's it. a, I don't think it's ridiculous to throw the flag. I, I found it a difficult pick. I, I was d- about to pick the Steelers. I agree. I, I, would not, I wouldn't laugh in somebody's <laughs> face if they said they think <laughs> the Steelers are going to win. <laughs> Why do you think the Rams are going to win, Money? <laughs> I think the, I think it's going to be close. And I'll take I'll take Sean McVay, Jared Goff, and and that group over Mason Rudolph. I just yeah. I'm not a Mason Rudolph guy. That's so wait I, a second, you don't think that Mika Fitzpatrick's going to be? No, it's, I, I, <laughs> no, I do think Mika Fitzpatrick will probably have a pick because I think That's Jared it. Goff is going to be under duress. Todd, Gur- look, I'm tempted to take the Steelers. I am. I, you know, the Todd Gurley's not right. Daryl Henderson's completely irrelevant. Jared Goff uh, just f- made us forget, and he barely made us forget, by the way that he's not had a good year, that the numbers are there, but when you really kind of break it down, there are a lot of errant throws. He's not good under duress. No, I agree with that. And you can see, just look at some of the teams that have fallen to the Steelers, what happens when you get under duress. I think I so, think they made a great that's mistake. That's why you should have thrown it. Let's see if Jared Goff can turn things around. One thing to watch, the thing that I will call you up and I'll make a public announcement I talked to the old man last night. <laughs> yeah. Frigid temps are expected in the next couple of days. Ooh. If, it, right. if it stays cold, is legitimately, right? Jared Goff has proven he does not like being out in the like cold. He cold. is a classic uh, California boy. I think that that would be the thing that would make me say, mm, all right, maybe Pittsburgh will get this team. Who's more likely to wilt in the face of, because look, the Rams defense is good. At least that front is with Donald. Who's more likely to wilt is the question. Is it Rudolph? Right. Or is it Goff? If they were under equal and extreme amounts of duress, give me neither. Neither one has shown any proclivity to survive a pass rush. Eddie Spaghetti. Well, it's a week where James Conner is banged up and Benny Snell is banged up and Jalen Samuels was banged up. And then you have Juju who can't separate versus the Colts. How is he going to separate himself from Jalen Ramsey? It's, mm. I, don't, I don't think... I, now, that's I, some good analysis. I don't that's think, better. I don't think Mason You know what? Off. By the way, I led in picks last Do me a favor. Too. Get, oh, you that, didn't win last get week, that on my resume tape and get it over to the fan. <laughs> I want to throw my hat in a ring. I hear Francesca's dog. I want to put that, cut that up and put it on my tape that I've sent it off to the fan later today. Huh? Anyway, don't trust Mason Rudolph. I'm with money on, on that one. So. There we go. Yeah, Mason Rudolph is uh, is not turning the corner as quickly as I would like him to. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. He's going to have the chance next year when Roethlisberger is in Tampa. That's right. Oh, stop it. Now, let's move on to the Panthers and the Packers. Eddie Spaghetti, Carolina, up in Lambeau. Choose. Uh, I have been on a Panthers kick recently, and I almost Oh, did. I dare you to I do that. I almost did take them, oh, uh, but I'm going to come what off the What do you mean you train. almost did? You you either take them or but you don't. But you're now about to. Yes or no? I, Panthers, Packers, choose. I'm taking Green Bay Packers at home. Yeah. Yeah, Nobody going to throw? No. Nobody, no, nobody behind there? What? 
Wow. We have a Panthers from the table. Anyone want to join the Panthers call from the table? No. What do we think? What I mean, <laughs> the what is what do you think Aaron Rodgers was alluding to? I know that people. What do they call it? The Hollywood flu? What do they call that in the NBA when guys yeah. play on Sundays and then they go out? They on go Saturday, out Saturday until right? three a.m. Hollywood that, that flu. Just what it's called? That just actually, just happened Miami. in Miami. It's yeah. the Miami it just flu. Is typically what it's referred. Oh, is that to. it? Yeah. I I get the sense that that's what Aaron Rodgers was insinuating. Have he you heard his remarks? That, yeah. We said, you know, I, we got to change the way we approach these games in the 48-hour window and lead yeah. up. We got to change our habits in that. Is that what he was getting at? I mean, I, I, they I don't came know. They here but a day early to L.A. They did come. They got here um, Friday. So it's very so, possible yeah. that's what he was suggesting. Get after some, it. Some of the, the young guys went in and had some, some good times. I also... I, I, you Eddie, know, the, did you see any of them out and about? I know Eddie's kind of our man around town. Oh. Uh, did you see I'm any, for, any no, Packers I, players out in town on... On Friday or Saturday night? Saturday night, no. I was uh, with the MVP and, and company out in Santa Monica. No Chargers in, uh, or Packers in sight. So. Okay. Where were you in Santa Monica? At some hip club or no? A club? No, I'm not a club guy. It was a. Uh, it's a uh, bar. Uh, it's called the Victorian on Main Street. It's like a humongous house. Sounds pretty fancy to me. It does. No, it sounds, sounds like, like the kind place of place the Packers, the Packers could might show up. Out. You Spaghetti. sure you didn't see Aaron Jones? I did not. I didn't see no, no, no Devontae. No Bakhtiari chugging beers, having a good time, <laughs> high five in his favorite QB. He saw Aaron Rodgers. He Bosa went up to him. By him again. He put a finger in his chest and he said, "You're no Danny Dimes, bub." And then he took a swing at him. I, I said, like, "Why? I, yeah, why are you trying to punch Aaron Rodgers?" I told Rashawn Gary I could block him. I said, "Give me your best." <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Listen, it didn't go well. I think the that Packers. That was the end of my night. <laughs> this is you watch. This is the game. Maybe he'll feel nice for this week, Kyle Allen will. Look, oh, this is kind of a, this is a, now it's all in my hands. I think now it is in his hands and the enormity of that going up to Lambeau. We kind of need this game if we re- reasonably want to get into the postseason here. I know there are plenty of games left, but still, you know, you know, five and four with you looking up at the number of teams that are ahead of them, it gets a lot bleaker against that secondary. Hey, I bet you he, I bet you this is the one. Everybody keeps pointing to his efficiency, his, the fact that he doesn't turn it over. I refer you to what happened when they played a real team up in uh, San Francisco two weeks ago. I think it's pretty. similar to that result. Right. Maybe not that kind of a whip. Not to spend still. too much time on a, on a game that was a clean sweep. Um, but I would just say, look out, because McCaffrey's an MVP candidate, and the Chargers got pushed. They got pushed with a, a backup center. Uh, rotating in, you know, for uh, uh, still getting back into the swing of things, Russell Okun, and every snap they got pushed, and that's how Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon put up 160 yards combined. Uh, and on those two, you know, those two goal line runs, you saw that that offensive line get a three yard push into the end zone for their backs. And if you can do that with Christian McCaffrey now on the open field, look and look, you know, Aaron Rodgers can talk about the 48 hour prep, but man, that dude has got to get rid of the ball. It's like, I get it. You have got tremendous arm talent, and you are waiting for that shot down the field, you know, that everyone's going to celebrate you for because you're so great, and you've got this awesome, you know, cannon attached to your shoulder. But if Bakhtiari and Balaga aren't the same, you got to get rid of that. you got to get rid of it quick. You cannot right. keep putting them in that position, and he did it the entire game against Kansas City and got sacked, I don't know, what was it, five, six times, and did it the entire day game against the Chargers. I do, I do definitely look at him over the last couple of weeks as well as he's playing and as many of those sensational throws as he makes. 
He's clearly won the argument with Matt Lafleur, where it's like, no, no, I'm, I, I'm going to I'm gonna do it my way, yeah. and that at that at the moment that debate is over, whether that gets reopened if they continue losing is a different matter. I, you know, as we forecasted a week ago, the the two banged up tackles going against Bosa and Ingram, um, you know, you I I had you, you had to say it didn't have to be a genius after seeing the way they looked together up in Chicago that those two were going to wreck. Um, but Devontae Adams, he, he had uh, volume of catches but didn't have any real plays in no. there. That's the, that's the X factor. If Devontae Adams is out there with the emergence of Aaron Jones, there should be more than enough for I'm the Packers to, yeah. to be dangerous deep into January, legitimately. And the other side of it is, I know, if they get pushed around in January, that's more prominent, a, a bigger issue. But I do think um, that the pass rush is there, and I still love that secondary. Best in the NFC. And uh, with the possible exception of the Ravens, maybe the best in the but NFL. But they're super, super vulnerable in the middle of the field. Like, crazy vulnerable. Hunter Henry, I think he had, what, seven catches for, like, 90 yards. There was not a defender within five yards of him on any of those. Hmm. They just kept running him out of that inside slot on the over routes, and he was just wide open the whole game long. And the Chiefs did it with Travis Kelsey. So they still got... You know, I still got to figure that out. I mean, Blake Martinez is a tackling machine at linebacker, but I think they still have to figure out what's going wrong in the middle of the field because mm-hmm. teams are wrecking them there. Let's move on yes. to, okay. a, to a couple of teams that played in the 1975 divisional round. It exactly. right. required a Roger Staubach to Drew Pearson, Hail Mary to vanquish <laughs> up in the Met to, to break the hearts once again of long-suffering Vikings fans. It's the Vikings at the Cowboys this time around. Whose turn is it? It's uh, yours, right? Uh, or no, Spaghetti just I, went. Yeah. Matt Money Smith, Vikes, Cowboys, traditional NFC rivals, choose. I'm going to take the Vikings. Ooh, I don't like yeah. that. I'm going to throw the red challenge flag at that one. Spaghetti. I'm holding it. He's going to stick it. He's holding it there. Go ahead, uh, handsome Hank. Break it down. Well, Why do you have the home team? Because we, we've been talking about this is essentially, if, if things go according to, to what we were discussing, this is the, the two potential fifth or sixth seeds in the NFC going head-to-head. The Cowboys are at home. This is a Kirk, this is a Kirk Cousins. This you could know, be a Kirk you, Cousins you special. You've got to have it. <clears throat> and to your point, whenever he's got to have it, he hasn't had it. And, and he also up. doesn't have Adam Thielen. He doesn't. That's a great, great point as well. Stephon Diggs came back to earth last week. Hasn't ever quite established that chemistry with, uh, with Kyle Rudolph. Um, but Are Dalvin get, Cook is special. Dalvin Cook is special, but do we get Leighton Van Der Esch back this week? I'm not sure about that. What I do like, though, is it's very quiet. It's been an issue for the Cowboys. Then they get Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup kind of sort of emerges a year ago. And you mm-hmm. think, like, he could be a fine number two. And now they have him and Randall Cobb and everything else. I like the, the stunning 2019 season of Jason Witten. I cannot imagine that that guy can be relevant in the NFL after taking is. a year off. Is It's kind of the old Maurice Jones-Drew take of, he was never super athletic to begin with, so right, it's not so like he's, he's not lost anything. anything. That's who we always. He's a Jason look. kid. Yeah, yeah, he was always an old man. So, so I guess old. that's fine. But either way, I kind of like what Dak has to work with, and of course, it all revolves around that offensive and line healthy. and Zeke. Um, and I love the. I, I really do like the defense to to get better and better. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't performing that well, but they're through the worst part of their schedule. The Cowboys. I you know I think that uh, they get it going here and they knock the Vikes down. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I I think. You look at the, the game last week, and it was weird. 
right? It was just kind of like, what? so this is the game the defense decides not to show up? And, and a lot of that's a product of Andy Reid, you know, and, and his brilliance as a play caller and putting a guy like Matt Moore in a position to believe, A, he can succeed, and B, he does succeed. Um, but there were a couple fluky plays in there, um, and obviously the most inopportune time. And I don't know how much of it's on Kirk and how much of it is, is on the play calling, but, you know, you go three and out the one time you've got, and then you shank a punt. And that's what leads to a game-winning mm-hmm. field goal. And I wonder if, in fact, they do go to Kansas City and get that win if we're having the same conversation. So it's a lot of ifs, and I hate playing that game. But I just there's something about the Cowboys that I, I don't know. There's people that are going to die on Cowboys Hill this season. They just feel like they belong in the conversation as hmm. the elites, and I just don't. It's funny. I, I think, think, I think the it's the exact opposite. Yeah. I think it's already there are plenty of signs to be excited about, but you see room to grow, and I think that's what they're going to do. I right. think they're just now starting to get it going, and only it's the, the fact that it comes back to they, health. So, like, we don't – like, the three quarters against the, the Giants of just – Kind of being playing, I talked to a lot of Giants fans. Opponent. Spaghetti, um, I you know, a lot of Giants fans told me that was the game that this Giants would show up for. That was the one, Monday night football, that they had a sense having watched that team. And I do buy what the locals say. People who are intense about their team, they're the most negative. That's the one that they pointed to and said, you watch, the Giants will do well there. Right, Spaghetti? Well, I told you that I picked against them. I know, but you but but that they would give him a game. You thought it was going to be tight. Uh, I thought that there was a chance. No, I didn't. I thought there was a chance that put that on my reel too. That that, that uh, Daniel Jones. I just wanted a game where he looked uh, confident about making mistakes, and I ho- I was just hoping that with Ingram back and, and healthy until he got hurt again, and then Saquon another week, you know, from the ankle injury. But it ended up going poorly for them, and and to parlay this into the. Uh, Vikings game. I mean, I agree with money. Like the Cowboys were per- in the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Giants were in that game, and the Vikings are just a way better version of the Giants. Like Dalvin Cook, healthy, better than Saquon right now. The defensive line for the Vikings, like Daniel Hunter, is probably the most underrated defensive player in football. Um, even with with uh, with feeling out, that Kyle Rudolph got in the mix, and they have Irv Smith as well. And like I, I think there's enough there. Kirk Cousins is due to have a good primetime game, so that's why I'm going with him. I sure would keep is. on waiting for that. Sure one, is. Yeah. about five years <laughs> overdue. Um, and, and money, you're exactly right. Again, I keep saying prisoners of the moment and look at the last result you get. If the Vikings win last week in Arrowhead, the story is while the Vikings are maybe going to the Super Bowl at seven and two, and conversely, the Chiefs are five and four. They've lost four games in Arrowhead. They would be doomed. Everybody would be talking about the Chargers. It's just a matter of uh, when, not if, and the Raiders are going to beat them out too. Anyhow, this is what we have. I say Cowboys. My stomach is growling. I don't know if you can hear it on the microphone. It's very loud. So let's wrap it up here with uh, behind, I dare say, Ravens-Steelers, the second best rivalry of the 21st century. Um, It's the Seahawks paying a visit to the undefeated Mm. San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Handsome Hank. Choose. Dave, I'm going to predict that Don Shula, Larry Zonka, Paul Warfield, <laughs> Jim Langer, Larry Little from Beyond the Grave will be popping bottles on Monday night. Bang! I'm going to pop you with a red challenge flag right now. I am too. I'm going to take I the am. Niners at home. Money, yeah, why don't too. you explain why? Um, Spaghetti, you're just taking the, the Seahawks. The obviously. Seahawks are squeaking out these wins against, you know, mid Squeak out another They're one. They're two worst games. But the Bengals week one. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, and against like, the Bucks, but, but like middling teams that they're they're kind of you know allowing like the, the 
the Bucks offense had no business doing that sort right. of damage on the road against the 12s. And yet here we were, you know, needing a miracle fourth quarter run from Russell Wilson to get a victory. Um, I just I totally believe in this 49er team. I do. I believe in the defense, uh, obviously. And, and I just I think the, the offense is starting to come around. And, and I believe in Kyle Shanahan as a play caller. If it were in Seattle, obviously, I'd feel different about it. But I think at San Francisco, even though they're not going to go undefeated, I think this is the one they win. I think they lose to the Rams at home. I think they lose to the Seahawks on the road uh, and end up with three or four losses when it's all said and done. But for, for whatever reason, I, I just feel like coming off that game against Tampa, maybe seeds of doubt planted uh, in the heads of, man, this defense just ain't quite right. It's, it's not the Seattle defense we're used to. This season has been predicated right. on MVP, like unequivocal MVP-level play from Russell Wilson. And I don't know if that flies against the defense this good. That's exactly right. I, 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 I 100% am with everything that you just laid out there. But. No, I'm, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I got the Niners, and their offensive line is getting healthy. And because of the brand name and what we associate with the Seahawks and 49ers rivalry is great defense, the Seahawks don't have a great defense. No. You, can, you can push them around, and I think that's what's going to happen. Now, if Russell Wilson comes out fast and you get to the second half and the Seahawks have the lead, then I'll then I would flip my opinion on it because then if you can start getting the the two pass rushers, that's the what they're looking to right. have happen optimally, then I do think that maybe Jimmy G would be I it'll be interesting to see in this spot because this is they've won a number a, uh, other teams have had would would need just one of these wins. The Browns, for instance, they whip the Ravens, and they've lived off of that for six weeks now. The Ra- the Niners have vanquished it big uh, big time teams in big spots, and yet people don't buy them. And I think it's because of Jimmy G at this point. Yeah, he's got to be better. He does, he's, but he was very good last week. Now I know the obvious case for the Seahawks. I'm assuming you're going to make the the point here of why you like the Seahawks. I mean, it comes down to Russell Wilson. Right. I do think he will come out for He's the T-1000, man. Whole, well, it's just look what Kyler Murray did, you know, and how he was able right. to have success against that defense by moving the pocket, yep. by being able, you know, using athleticism to move away from the rush and, and buy himself some time. And, you know, Russell Wilson is, you know, 20 times than, the quarterback yeah. that Kyler Murray is right now in the NFL. The worst thing, I, if you're playing Russell Wilson, is is just that sense of how many times do you watch a game and you're objective about what the result is either way, and you're watching it, and there's just a sense of, okay, the other team's going to win this game, and there's just something about Russell Wilson that is that kind of like, we never quit right. and all right. that, usually empty kind of rhetoric, but there's something about it that you just watch like, well, he, man, he oh, man, you just never word stop. That, and his teammates you get, believe every single it's, word of yeah, that. Yeah, you've well. dealt with him. I mean, you've uh, been around dealt him a fair him, amount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, no, he he believes that stuff. I mean, that, that he's not. That's he, that those aren't just sound bites. That's what he thinks w- will happen. And he is close with those receivers and everything, and they believe it as well. They they believe he can pull Josh it out Gordon. anytime. Because that's yeah. man, yeah, yeah. If that guy's right, and you got him and Lockett and Metcalf. Holy heck! I don't want to be. A, I, I I you know I don't want to be too cynical about it. But would the Patriots really part ways with him if? I mean, it was just, yeah, but uh, we're just not going to hold on to him here. Hey, Desperate as they are. This? If you get him for one game, and that right. game happens to be against the team that's undefeated at True. the top of your division, and, and he's he that has Josh Gordon. And he 220 yards receiving. He's, look, it was two 
It's not last year. It was two years ago when I saw him make his debut with the right. Browns coming off suspension against the Chargers in that building, and he was the best football player I saw all season. I was like, man, that ain't fair. Just that guy is – it's not fair if he's right. In a season and he's done when that, Casey – he's done that on several occasions where time. it's been his first game back. Right. And he's just blown up. It'll be interesting, but like I say, my, the red flag is up for me on that one. Why did the Patriots let him go when they're as desperate I mean, for a wide receiver yeah. as they are? Um, Eddie Spaghetti, final thoughts? Um, I'm sticking with the Seahawks on the road. The 49ers are due for a loss, and I um, kind of like what you guys were talking about before with the mobile quarterback thing, and Kyler had a good game. It's just like, he's well, yeah, Russell Wilson's not going to stand in the pocket and let Nick Bosa take his head off. And I think, not that I think Josh Gordon's going to come be what he was of old, but even Josh Gordon as a number three behind Lockett and, uh, and DK Metcalf, who's like sneakily having the most productive rookie uh, season out of all receivers, uh, I think there's enough there. And Russell Wilson is the, my vote for MVP. Well, uh, I'll right say now. this. If Money and I are right, it's a wrap on the NFC West, way right. ahead of schedule. I mm-hmm. thought they would win the division, but if they... By a, a couple weeks before Thanksgiving have wrapped up the NFC West. Yikes. You know, can I... Uh, In spite of Jimmy G, who is, I mean, on par with Kirk Cousins. I know Kyle Shanahan saw it, saw it that way. That's how good this defense and uh, rush attack is. Can I plant a seed for future Dave Damashek football program podcasts? Yes, you may. <clears throat> I think what we need to do moving forward, and <laughs> let me try it here. I think every week we have to help Eddie get his reel together yes and oh. i think we should plant like we're callers and he's taking the place of mike francesa That's a great idea and he's got to like so here we go you ready because you know you hear the phone ring on the radio mm. so uh <laughs> i'll be i'll be frank from staten island all okay. right here we go no go ahead eddie all right frank uh what's going on hey how about showing some energy number one you bum number two <laughs> number two <laughs> Try this on. Tell me what you think here. How about Sam Donald for Danny Dimes? Who says no? <laughs> Go. Uh, the, the Giants will hang up the phone just like I'm hanging up on you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Another clown. Uh, Daniel Jones has showed a lot more than Sam Donald has. Uh, I do think Gase is part of the problem, but they'll, uh, they'll fix it in the offseason. They'll give Darnold one more year in New York. Put it on my reel. Yeah. <laughs> see what I mean? I know. Well, now, see, now the the world of possibilities is running through my head right now, but we better cut it off yeah, there. I'm I sorry first, to do that, oh, but I don't want to forget. I'll I'd forget like to spend, by next week. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to spend the next hour doing that. Right. Just uh, <laughs> let, let Nettie Spaghetti, the new Take host calls. on the fan, Field roll calls, calls there yeah, in, the, in, the, uh, in the tri-state area. All right. We appreciate you listening and or watching. Why not go ahead and both. do both? What's both. the difference? What's wrong with Compare, you? contrast. Build what you think we look like in your brain in the audio. Then it's gonna be a pay lot it all better. off. I, do, I have had a lot that better a few than putting your eyes on like, us, that's for sure. So handsome Hank wasn't what I expected, but I have no idea what... Yeah, what, but you're handsome, and then people swings. say, like, oh, he is, in fact, handsome. Mm. And then people see me, and they're always like, wow, based on your voice, you look very different, and that that's really what... what, well, what, what do you know, think? But this people embodied, think your voice is think? annoying, generally. Right, so then they think... So they're like, oh, he doesn't look as annoying as he sounds. I think that's a good thing. He doesn't look like he's 67 years young and, uh, and 78 pounds overweight. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't Late like the, 50s I don't like the video part of this. My, head's, like too, it. my head's too small. I look like oh, the Oh, you're a handsome devil. Sitting up here. Yeah. Not at all. All right. Tiny head. <laughs> it is very small. It's Enjoy Thursday night football, small. Matt Money Smith. I'll see you on Friday. Looking forward to that. <laughs> and we'll look forward to kibitzing with you after week 10 in front of week 11 to make sense of uh, where the NFL season is headed. Until then, for Handsome Hank, Matt Money Smith, Eddie Spaghetti, everybody back there behind the counter. Thanks so much, football fans. 
It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 